welcome to Knitter Square. I'm your host Leanne Hunt and I hope you'll pick up your knitting and spend the next little while with me as we share that warm fuzzy feeling that comes when we knit and crochet for charity. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 6 of season 3 of the Knitter Square podcast. It's hard to believe that we're already into March, in fact at the end of March, and um, it's already getting quite chilly here in Joburg. I find that uh, the mornings are really quite cold. I find I'm putting on a jersey when I get up in the morning and taking it off around about 11. And then by 3 or 4 in the afternoon, it's already getting chilly. And um, it's just uh, amazing how fast the seasons are changing. And of course, with the changing seasons come um, thoughts of the, the children, the children that we look after. And of course, many of them live in informal settlements in sort of shack houses made of um, corrugated iron and cardboard and things. So really, there's not much insulation and the children get really, really cold, which is why the blankets are so important and the hats and the hand warmers that we we send them. Um, and of course, the toys are such an important part for um, bringing them some joy and giving them something special to cuddle. This episode is um, a special one. I'm going to bring you an, uh, a lovely interview that I did with uh, Norma, uh, who's a volunteer who joined us uh, towards the end of last year. She's actually been with us longer than I thought, as you'll hear from the interview. Um, I've not been in as much to the barn as I used to go, and um, it's because I'm busy with studies at the moment. So uh, whenever I go, she is there, but I had not realized that she's been there for so long. Anyway, she's she's a, um, a lovely member of our team and she went on her very first distribution recently and she'll tell you all about that with all the freshness and enthusiasm of a first-timer. Uh, the, in, the distribution that she was on was uh, at an informal settlement known as Lion Park. Um, it's close to what used to be the Lion Park in uh, north of jo north of Johannesburg. It's no longer a working Lion Park. <laughs> They've moved the Lion Park somewhere else. But the informal settlement that grew up around that area is still called that. So Norma will be able to uh, give you a really good idea of um, all the things that they did there. Please stay tuned uh, till the end of the episode. I have an important announcement to make and... Um, uh, I look forward just to, to filling you in on some details there. So from me uh, over to the, the interview. We are sitting outside the barn. Uh, it's a Tuesday morning and um, been opening parcels and just chatting up on the, the week that's passed. Um, I've got Norma sitting with me and she's a new volunteer. She's been with us just a short while, although she'll be able to tell you more about that. And we'll be chatting about um, her involvement in the square, but also about uh, distribution that she was involved in on the weekend. So Norma, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Thank you, Leanne. <laughs> well, I just would love to know before you before we talk about the um, distribution, if you can tell us how you got involved in Knitter Square and when, when that was. Um, thank you. I came through to Knitter Square sometime in September last year. I don't remember the exact date. 
I met with Wandi in Renberg. We didn't know each other. We started chatting. We both had white hair. So we started teasing each other with <laughs> our white hair. And then the conversation went into what do we do? And uh, she then mentioned that she, she, vo she volunteers in a, in a, in a charity uh, kind of situation. And I was very interested. She gave me the details. And the following Tuesday, I was here. And I'm here every Tuesday, and I'm loving it. Fantastic. I, I mean, every time I've been in, you've been here and working hard. So you obviously love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, um, just to give you a background of myself loving what, I'm, what I do at Nita Square, mm. um, I have passion for, 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 for homeless people. I have passion for, for charities because they do what's close to my heart. To help the needy so so sometime um, while I was working I used to work for DSTV multi-choice yeah I used to manage the service center up until I was um, early retired in 2021 January mm -hmm. prior to that I would I would cook and go and feed um, people in Joburg Johannesburg in the center of Johannesburg I have a nephew who stays in Johannesburg, so he knows exactly which building has how many. Mm, so we yeah. would do that. My last uh, 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 um, uh, uh, kind of uh, 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 feeding that I organized was in June last year. We fed almost 400 people. I had cooked, made no. bunny chows, mm. um, bread, uh, Put, I had cooked mincemeat yes. and I had, uh, added soya. It was lovely, mm -hmm. magnifique. And we went to Joburg and we were feeding them. So we went to different buildings. And it's, it, 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 it's very heartbreaking when you get there because you feel you are bringing little and mm. these people need more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, but at the end of the day, and what I like about those activities is that I'm not too sure how to explain it, but your heart feels free. It feels it, it feels as though you know you've earned a million. Yes. And uh, and and it's 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 it, it, it's like you get fulfilled. And those smiles, those thank yous, although some of them ask for more, mm. and why don't you give me a cold drink? Why don't you give me that? Mm. It's okay. You don't have to be angry at them, but you just say thank you, Lord, that I was able to provide. Absolutely. What I provided. On that, I just want to ask you a couple of questions. So the first one is, our members would probably be quite intrigued to know exactly what a bunny chow is. So can you explain how you make it? Okay, a bunny chow is you you, you cook your your I'll call it isishabo, which is the filling that you're gonna put in the bread. So mm -hmm. what I did is I did my mince. You fry your onion, you spice your onion, you put the mince. Yeah, as the mince, uh, you simmer the mince, mm -hmm. and then as the mince is about to be to be to be to be to be ready, you add in your soya, mm -hmm. and and then you do your your your, your maggi soups and your, your your beef stocks and you just that concoction. Yeah. You put it in the in the in, in the mince. Yes. The mince must not be watery. It must not be very thick at the mm -hmm. same time. It must just be medium. Yes. And then you buy loaves of bread. Mm -hmm. You cut the loaves of bread into four. Cut right. it lengthwise and then halfway. Okay. And then you open it up by by scooping yes. the, 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 the soft part of the bread. Yes. And then you dish out uh, the, the, the 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 mince in yes. the bread and then you cover 
with that with that soft right. bread that you had scooped and yes. then you put it in a in a in a jiffy bag in a plastic bag ah, okay and then you roll it and then you pack them uh, i had packed them in flat boxes when yes. i went to pick and pay to buy the bread the bread was given to me in nice flat boxes so those boxes were handy for me for sure. when i was packing taking them to Joburg. And they're ready, they're in a pack, you just pick and give the individual, pick and give the individual. Yes, and the nice thing about the fact that it's still got that big crust, but it's a yes. corner crust. Yes. It, they can yes. hold it while they're eating it. It, 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 it does not, you, it does you not eat everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. it's different yes. to a sandwich. It yes. makes it's it different to a sandwich. Yeah. A, a panichao is something that um, in Soweto, I grew up in Soweto, it's something that is popular. Mm -hmm. It depends what you put in that bread. As long as you've made it nice, Sometimes it's chips um, and your paloni and your acha. Yeah. You know, it depends really what you put. But as long as it's nice and and, and chewy and, yes. and and tasty, it it people love it. I I grew up in Durban and I seem to remember that the bunny chow was always hot. It was yes. always curry. Yes, in Durban they make curry stews. Yes. Or that means in a curry form. Yes very hot and when you eat it your, your nose gets busy yes exactly. <laughs> your nose just gets busy exactly so yeah, it's yeah. A, it, it depends the end what what you want to do i've seen we had a canteen at dstv they used to make a panicha with uh, uh, butter chicken yeah that'd be lovely with butter chicken as mm. well it, it used to be nice mm. so it really depends as long as you've got your your meaty your, your meaty uh, part of the panichao mm. or saucy it depends they not always have to be meat right sometimes some people use um, um, tin fish oh, like right. your pilchards your glenric mm. they, they, they kind of um, make those very nice and, and thick mm. and put it in the bread right yes yes and then the other thing with regard to that feeding is um, you said sometimes you would uh, feed up to 400 people so who sponsored that it, it, it was from my pocket. Oh, it was from out of my pocket. It's amazing. And now um, I'm doing it with my niece. Mm -hmm. Now we are in the process of uh, trying to register an, an, an NPO you are? so okay. that we can be able to, to apply, you know, apply for sponsorships. Yes. But Norma's dream uh, uh, that I, I would love to, mm. to have it come true mm. is to have a shelter. Really? Have a shelter. See. This shelter, the homeless people are not going to stay in it. But they're going to come in, shower, have a meal mm -hmm. in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. and, and as long as they clean, as long as they've eaten. And then what I would do is I would organize home affairs. Yes. I would organize nurses and doctors. Mm -hmm. I would organize... Um, uh, uh, anyone um, in the in the in the in the authorities yes. that can help those right. that don't have uh, IDs can Ooh. be for home affairs to help them yes. to have IDs. Okay. Then um, there will also be the social social services for the grant. As soon as they've got IDs, we register them there, mm -hmm. and then when they start to get the grant, they move on. Then we get another lot. So it's really just helping people helping. that are like at the end of their tether, they've got nowhere to, to have a shower, like you yes. say, no meal, yes. and certainly no way to, to look for their own um, help, their own aid when it comes to getting a social grant or something. And some of them, Leanne, they had those documents, but from being homeless, sleeping there, 
running away from that because it's not it's not easy mm. being homeless mm. so they lost their documents so we're trying to get them to get back on their feet again mm. i'm sure when they've got the proper documentation they can be able to do gardens that's right they can be able to get maybe maybe employment in in in, 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 in the documentation is always the problem in in, in a supermarkets mm -hmm. you know just for them to to, to get something to to, to go by mm. Sure. Okay, and then back to Knitter Square. Yes. Um, so you uh, learned quickly to sort squares and everything. So yes. just tell us a little bit about the sorting and what you like okay. to do there. Um, when I got here, I was I was I became excited um, because right now, as someone who's retired, as young as I am, I don't have much to do at home. So I used to love crochet mm -hmm. when I was at school during the primary we used to crochet it in primary school so sorting out the squares and it kind of brought back that zeal of co of crocheting mm. so i i take the squares and i go home and I, I i kind of because i've got all the time sometimes sometimes i've got two granddaughters that i sometimes help my my daughter-in-law and my son to take to school and so on yes so if i don't do that I've got all the time, so I sit at home and I, I, I crochet, and I've produced many beautiful blankets. Mm. It's something that I love, it keeps me busy, yes. and either than keeping me busy, I love the fact that I'm helping somebody who's needy. Yes. Where it's going to land, it's going to be appreciated. Of course, it will be, yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. So, so, I always... Every week, sometimes I do two, I, I submit two finished blankets, sometimes one. Mm -hmm. It depends on, on, on what activities were happening in my life. Yes. How, many, how much time did I have to kind of close? But mm. every, at least one, I try and push yes. to submit one every Tuesday. Fantastic. That's great. <laughs> um, tell us about this last week's uh, distribution then. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes, it was mm. quite an experience. Uh, was it your first? The With Nita Square, yes. yes, it was my first. Okay, tell us about that. So we we I organized with Estelle mm -hmm. because I was not aware where, where Lion's Pool, Lion Park is, and then uh, I met with Estelle. I went to her house mm -hmm. because it's along the way for me when I'm coming to run back. Yeah, parked my car. We got into Estelle's car. And we went straight. I still knew exactly where to go, which okay. I would I would have been lost. I'm yeah. not good with with even the map. <laughs> so we 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 got there um, close by there. We met with uh, Ethelay, mm -hmm. and uh, Mandy was also gonna come, but mm -hmm. Mandy knew exactly where we were going because she had the trailer that had the the blankets. Right. She was gonna she was gonna be the last one to get there. Mm -hmm. We got to Lions Park and we parked on the side because we were not sure which entrance to use. You know, squatter camp sometimes, you need to know exactly where you're going, otherwise you can be lost. Get lost, yeah. yes, of course. So, FLA called the, the gentleman that mm -hmm. was helping us and the gentleman walked towards us to come in and, and, and receive us mm -hmm. and he took us straight to the crutch. Mm -hmm. So, when we got to the crutch, it's a crutch in the squatter camp, so it's, it's, it's a shack. Yes. It's a it's a shack that's very big that's extended because it's a, it's a crash it's got different rooms yes. which I'm assuming is for different ages right of the kids it's got a veranda so so it was very hot but at least that veranda played a part okay so when we got there there were mothers uh, that had their babies some of the kids were on their own and 
very very from from I think from from about one year to to we we, we distributed from to children were from about one year to about thirteen. Okay. Know, 13 yes. Years. Yes. And it's really really people who need mm. you know who are who are in need, and the ladies who are teachers at the crutch were were very instrumental. They were organizing because. There were lots of these children and these and these and the parents. Yes. So she, one of the ladies, had to stand at the gate, mm-hmm. allow a certain number, mm-hmm. and then we take we give the, 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 the those children take pictures right. and and and, and uh, get them to then leave. Okay. And then another number comes in. <laughs> yes. So it was it was that's organized. It it it, it, it was well organized. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was um. You know, you, you know when you know that what you are doing is not for yourself, mm. you know, it's for God. Mm. And whether whether some of these kids were very appreciative, some of them were not appreciative. Mm. There's reasons for that. Yeah. And you know, <coughs> some of them, yeah, they might not have parents that are teaching them, you know, manners. That sure. when somebody gives you something, you must say thank you. That's it. So it's, we we can't judge, mm. you know. But the fact of the matter is. As they were outside, we are in the in the veranda of the crutch, uh, 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 distributing these blankets, taking these pictures. Yes. And it was a blanket, it was a beanie, and a toy. Okay. Sure. The outside, the ones that are outside, were getting excited. Yes. Getting of excited, they couldn't wait to come in. <laughs> so, so, so that when you see the mood, when yes. you see the smiles, yes. it kind of says, you know what, I'm doing the right thing. Of course. I'm doing That's the right lovely. thing. It, it's it's not always about being paid. Mm-mm. My mom used to say, always, always make sure you touch a life, you touch a heart. Oh, it doesn't amazing. matter how big, how mm-hmm. small, but in your life, try and practice mm-hmm. to make somebody happy. Mm-hmm. It's not always about you. It's not always about you. Yeah. When you help somebody else, God will bless you. Yes. God will help you. Yes. That's amazing. How many blankets did you hand out? Do you know? It was a huge distribution. Yeah. We we ended up um, distributing 264. Oh, fantastic. 264. So you needed the trailer for that. We needed the trailer. Yeah. We needed the trailer. Mm. Um, and it was it was something that, that stood out for me mm. was us being safe, us being welcome, us being because the ladies of the crutch and the parents that were around there, you could see that we are welcome, we are protected. Yes. You know. Yes. We're shown where to park. Right. Uh, we were worried about where we had parked because it's a one-way kind of street. Okay. And the cars were kind of we had blocked that street. Oh, I you see. Know, especially the trailer. Yeah. And someone was at the beginning of the road saying, "Please go around." You know. <laughs> so we were kind of mm. taken care of. It kind of makes you feel you're being appreciated. Yeah, yeah definitely. You're being appreciated. You and 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 their pleasantness as well in mm. helping us and yeah. Mm. So I don't think there's ever been any distribution in that place and you could see that they were happy. Okay. Yes. And the children themselves are very poor I suppose. The children are very poor. Some 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 even the way they dressed, mm. it's not it's not uh, as, as 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 proper for a child but mm. yeah they there and um 
some of the mothers as well you could see that they are in need mm -hmm. they're really happy it might be a beanie that we're giving away but to that lady she's looking at the winter saying wow i'm covered for the winter you know yeah. and the blankets as well our blankets are not the same some are some are very thick some mm -hmm. are thick yeah so you could tell you could tell the appreciation mm. as they were taking the blankets some were feeling it mm. and some as hot as it was they had it around them <laughs> they <laughs> as, were excited. as hot as it was yes that that's, that tells you yeah. i love this yes you know? that's mine I, it's mine mm. it, it, it like it's mine and some of them have never been given something that's theirs yes. only absolutely you know, it's Isn't always about sharing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they're taught yeah. to share because they just yes. never enough there's, there's never enough mm. so so it was those those smiles and 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 you know even when they were sitting down and the the, the lady uh, teacher was saying okay now if you've got your blanket go home go put mm. your blanket at home mm. you can come back and stand outside the yard you could see they don't wanna they don't wanna go and put this blanket they just want to hold on to this blanket yeah but um unfortunately the place was small we had to get them to usher them out yes yeah, yes yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing so <clears throat> i mean isn't it always great that we get all these amazing squares and blankets and things from our overseas members i just think they they will appreciate hearing your description because i think you gave a a, a really good um picture of how it was, what of, it was of like. what happened yeah. it was beautiful and uh, i don't want to lie mm. the mood the mood um you know it 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 it, it it was something different and i don't think they've ever ever received mm. um a blanket mm. to someone else it's a blanket it's a, it's, it's a crocheted blanket yeah but this it it depends where this blanket comes from mm. it depends how this is being done mm. and then the people that were receiving them as well kind of you know close it off you know yes and and for me i mean the the blankets are beautiful they're beautiful colors and textures yes, and everything yes the, the other thing though that you, that you can't see in the blanket but is there and i sort of it's like in the spirit of the blanket is the fact that it's been knitted by somebody who spent time and thought about the children in love and then it's been transported all the way to south africa and yes. then it's been sorted and yes. sewn together in love you yes. know it's just an amazing um pipeline a, a channel of of sort of it's one a godly, person it's a godly pipeline after if, the other if yeah say. exactly it's a godly pipeline yeah and and the fact that even though the distribution went very well mm. you know because i'm sure I always pray in the morning. I always pray at night. Mm. I'm sure we all prayed that Lord help us, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. be received well mm. and be with us when yes. we give this because yes. it's through you that we're able to give. Yes. So I, I, I just felt, the, the, you know, the, 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 this presence of the Spirit of the Lord. That's wonderful. I just felt the presence because everything was smooth and even when the blankets were finished, mm. we gave away the toys that were like a surplus and the yes. pennies. Nobody said, ah, I didn't get a blanket. They were really? just those because th those were like now elderly uh, uh, children. Like yes, yes, 15, the older ones. 14. Yes. Nobody complained okay. that, but you didn't give me a blanket. They were just happy. Yes. The toy could be small, yes. the toy could be big. Mm. It, they were just happy, you yes. know. So when people receive with love mm. and, and welcome whatever you give them, it kind of says to you, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm doing the right thing. It's lovely to hear that. Yeah. 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 Great. 
Well, Norma, thank you. <laughs> thank you for chatting to us. Thank you, Leanne. Yeah. I hope, I hope I've given you the picture yeah. of, 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 of how beautiful Saturday was. Yeah, as hot as it was, God gave us the strength and we, we, we were there, I think, from 9 o'clock and I think we finished after 12. It's a full day, yeah, full after morning. 12, sure. It was a full morning. Yeah. Yeah, we all had our water, so there was no break. We just had to drink on the go. <laughs> drink on the go. And yeah, all went well. All went well. We worked very well. We, it was, I was very humbled mm. to, be, to be part of that distribution. Well, you can hear from Norma's voice how much joy she got out of doing that distribution. And um, I think it's fairly typical of the people that go out there and um, are involved uh, meeting the children and the caregivers and being part of, of really just bringing such pleasure to the children and making a real difference. And of course, they do that on behalf of our members across the world who uh, send in all the squares and uh, blankets and toys and things for our volunteers to compile and then to distribute. Um, just one thing to let you know, uh, as I speak um, in March um, 2022, we are experiencing quite a lot of problems with our South African post office to the extent that there literally have not been deliveries of parcels from our main central post office near the airport through to our local branch, <clears throat> which is called Bryanston. Um, that has to do with uh, apparently something like no vehicles to transport parcels, uh, something like that, which seems a bit crazy, but our post office is really in a mess at the moment. So as far as we are, um, well, we've been assured that the parcels are all safely waiting at the central post office, but rather than um, have people send parcels at the moment, uh, and sort of add to that pile. We've made a request just to say for the time being, until we let you know otherwise, please just keep your parcels back and um, you can certainly keep on knitting and keep on filling your boxes um, and uh, there will be a resolution. Something is in the works, I believe, and we will um, let you know as soon as that is resolved and then you can pop your parcels in the post and we'll be able to receive them timelessly this side and not not have them get lost or um, sort of stuck in a, a huge pile underneath other parcels. Uh, so that is the situation with the post office and I just wanted you to be aware of that. Um, check with the on the forum and on the Facebook page to see what's happening. Something else that I need to let you know is that um, I've taken a decision to shorten the season of the podcast. Um, as you know, I've begun doing a master's degree in theology, and um, although it's not incredibly taxing on my time, I do find that um, I do need to pace myself so that I don't actually get um, snowed under, and that's mostly because everything I have to do, I do with screen reading software, and it's a little, it takes a little longer, and it's a bit trickier, so um I, I need to make sure that I don't <laughs> don't take on more than I can actually manage. So uh, this season of the podcast is only six episodes and I don't know when I'll be doing another season. So uh, for those of you who have really enjoyed the podcast, I just want to encourage you, please go back and listen to earlier episodes. 
I have, um, as I say, produced three seasons and they all follow a similar sort of format where I interview either local volunteers here in South Africa or overseas contributors from around the world. And I've I've loved chatting to everybody and just sort of getting that warm and fuzzy feeling of what it's like to actually be able to help the children and use our skills of knitting and crocheting to make a difference. So uh, please go back, look at those uh, episodes um, and uh, yeah, share them with your friends because I think... I still think they, they are um, pretty evergreen. They, they don't really age. So that's all from me. And I just wanted to um, wish you all the best for the months ahead. We are going into winter here in South Africa. Many of you are going into spring and summer. And I hope that you have wonderful holidays. And uh, keep safe, keep happy and productive. <laughs> and uh, checking in with the forum and with all the the lovely news and pictures photographs and things of of our activities here in South Africa Um, and uh, wish you lots of joy (laughs) so this is Leanne Hunt casting off you can find show notes at www.knit-a-square.com slash kas-podcast. Please tell your friends about this podcast if you've enjoyed it, and you can share links on Facebook, Twitter, and wherever your knitting friends congregate. Together, we are bringing hope to South Africa's vulnerable children, one square at a time.